You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, October the 19th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Day 13 of the war in the north, two anti-tank missiles were fired from Lebanon toward the Menara region this afternoon. There were no reports of injuries. The IDF responded with artillery fire toward the source of the fire. A con reporter adds that the Kiryat Shmona municipality has updated residents to be prepared for a possible evacuation order. The municipality said that even though the town is included in an evacuation plan for confrontation line communities, no such directive has come from governmental authorities or the IDF. A Lebanese newspaper has quoted Hezbollah sources as ruling out at this stage the possibility that the recent security incidents on the northern border will lead to an overall confrontation with Israel. The sources said that Hezbollah's actions until now have been limited but precise and already forced Israel to evacuate entire cities. The IDF overnight hit Hezbollah military targets in Lebanon in response to firing at Israel in the past day. Sources in the Gaza Strip say the commander of the National Security Forces was killed in an IDF strike. According to the reports, he was killed in an airstrike on his home in the northern part of Gaza City, A short while ago, the IDF also targeted a building in the northern part of the Strip. Hamas media reported earlier that the widow of the Hamas terror group's founder and a member of the Hamas political bureau in Gaza, Jamil al-Shanti, was killed in an Israeli strike in the Strip. Earlier IDF strikes in the Gaza Strip overnight killed senior commanders and operatives in terror organizations, including the head of the military wing of the Popular Resistance Committees in Rafah, also killed were operatives in Hamas's elite Nokba force that led the October 7th assault on Israeli communities in the Gaza periphery. More than 10 terrorists were killed in targets in targeted Israeli airstrikes. An IDF statement said that in the past day, hundreds of Hamas terror infrastructure sites were destroyed, including launch sites for anti-tank missiles and mortars, tunnel openings, intelligence infrastructure and command centers. British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, who arrived in Israel this morning on a two-day solidarity visit, just concluded a meeting at this hour with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. The two issued joint statements. Prime Minister Netanyahu said that this will be a long war against modern barbarians. British Prime Minister Sunak stressed that Britain absolutely supports Israel's right to defend itself in line with international law. Sunak met earlier with Israel's President Isaac Herzog. President Herzog, in an interview with the British Daily Mail, assailed the BBC coverage of the conflict, calling it shocking in his eyes. Herzog said the fact that the BBC is not defining Hamas as a terror group in its reporting requires a determined legal and public battle. After some 14 hours of quiet, rocket alerts were sounded in the Ashkelon and Gaza periphery area, Earlier this afternoon, there were no reports of hits or injuries. In Samaria, police reported exchanges of fire between Israeli security forces and terrorists in the Nora Shams refugee camp near Tulkaram. The IDF had earlier reported that forces carried out an anti-terror operation in the camp and had made arrests. 
The IDF spokesperson says that to date, the families of 306 fallen soldiers and 203 abductees have been notified. In a morning briefing, Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari said that the Israeli border area near Gaza is still an active war zone and the task of clearing the area is not over. Yesterday, we caught an exhausted terrorist on his way to Gaza, Hagari gave as an example. Israel's health ministry says that 309 people are hospitalized as a result of the fighting, 80 in serious condition, 159 in moderate condition, and 70 in light condition. To date, more than 4,600 people have been evacuated for treatment since the start of the fighting. The humanitarian aid effort in Gaza, Egypt, has reportedly sent equipment to repair roads leading to the Rafah crossing to the Gaza Strip to facilitate the transfer of humanitarian assistance, according to two security sources quoted by Reuters. U.S. President Joe Biden, in remarks to reporters on the flight back to the United States, said that he had secured a commitment from the Israelis to let humanitarian aid into the Gaza Strip and that agreement and agreement from the Egyptian president to let 20 trucks with assistance enter Gaza as a first step. American officials estimated it will take place tomorrow. Russia has also sent a military plane bearing humanitarian assistance to Egypt. The weather outlook coming up. Chance of drizzle to light local rain overnight, mostly along the coast tomorrow and Saturday, gradually warmer. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 23, Tel Aviv 27, Haifa 25, Beersheba 27, and in Eilat, going up to 31 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Our next news update is at 5 p.m., about five minutes after the hour. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.